Oh, I tell you, it's going to be one of those days. Do you know that? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Oh, man. Audio issues right off the bat today. Yeah. We've, we've been out a couple a couple weeks, so uh, it's it's everything just goes haywire. But we are this Xbox one Life. Week. Yeah, yeah. So this Xbox Life, uh, episode 359, uh, Beta Access. I am one of your hosts, Brian BJSwick33, uh, and along with me is one of the other hosts, uh, is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? So, uh, Wingman709 cannot be with us today, uh, but he will be with us on the next show, and uh, which brings us up to an announcement. Are you ready for the announcement, Rob? I'm ready for this. Okay. So... Uh, Due to schedule, so everybody knows, like, you know, we used to be on Sundays, and then we had to move to Wednesdays uh, for schedules and things like that. Uh, the news is we are going back to Sundays again. So we will be on uh, starting this coming Sunday, so in just a brief four days from now, um, all three of so us will be... the 27th. 27th, yes, that is correct. September 27th, 2015, yep. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday! Sunday. <laughs> uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, still the same time, um, but that is uh, where where we will be and what we will be doing. So, due to... Oh, I tell you what, Twitch is really starting to tick me off. <laughs> so, anytime you uh, decide to hide the window their button decides to unmute the audio instead of hiding the video. And then you have to catch it and do it again. <clears throat> so we were missing last uh, last Wednesday and had to take another week uh, because everybody knew that Mark was sick the week before, and then he made me sick uh, through the Internet. That's a new feature of Skype, if you haven't heard. It's called germ sharing. Um, <laughs> so germ sharing, so... What he did is he coughed in the microphone, and uh, it caused me to get sick as well. So, but uh, so hopefully, Rob, you make it through here without, <laughs> without you know, any issues. I, I posted this, I think, in the no, no, I, I think this was our discussion we had. I, I think you guys need immunities. Oh, yeah, because you guys are like always sick. I don't know what the deal is. I haven't been sick in a while. I mean, it's it's been a while, what, like five days. <laughs> Well, I meant sick like this. I, I usually get it, so I do get something yeah. like this every year, typically twice a year, typically in the spring to summer, winter to spring, and also then the summer to the fall. Whenever the weather in Ohio, because the weather in Ohio is crazy, you know, it'll be 92, 88, 65, 84, yeah. 55, you know, and when it does that for like, two weeks out of the year that is the year i get it's right when i get hit and it's typically when the kids go back to school too so yeah. you know every ev or you know jameson's bringing home you know anything they can bring home from uh from school so oh for sure but uh that was the big it, announcement we're moving back to sundays uh 10 p.m est um so we will see everybody then and then old time also, same channel yep and then also uh this week um we were given a uh, doing a contest uh we have a $20 uh Xbox Live gift card um i believe this one might be us only this one's us only right yeah yes yes, yes. but uh we that may be actually we may actually have something for our uk listeners as well here coming up 
but uh, you have to wait for that contest to roll around. So, but um, yes, this one I think is US US only. So, um, but what you had what you had to do is you had to leave us a voicemail. Uh, we have a number of voicemails uh, to go th- through today. It looks like we have one, two, three, four, five, six. But uh, a couple people decided to leave more than one. You only get one entry. So uh, between so it's really only like I think four four or so people that are going to be that's one in four chance for twenty bucks. So but uh, all right. That's all I had. Did you have any more announcements or anything before we get into no, what sir. we've been playing? No, so, I, don't, I think we got everything. Uh, one of your games that you have on there, um, which is, I think, the first and the second and the last thing that you have on there. Yeah. Um, we should save discussion time for a roundtable on that. So, well, mine's not the new one. Oh, okay, it's not. It's not, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Okay. So what are you well, been playing? <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I've been playing more Forza Horizon 2. I've been playing some Forza Horizon. And I'm really getting back into the groove of that game a little bit, uh, probably from all of the buzz that's been going on about Forza Motorsport 6. They got me back into the uh, into the old ones. So I've been enjoying some of that. And um, I finally finished Dishonored uh, Definitive Edition, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, this game definitely falls into the same camp as Wolfenstein for me. Uh, great game. I love it, love it. Can't wait for the next one uh, to be coming out whenever that was. I forgot. And uh, I think I had mentioned on the last show that I've been having some problems with uh forza horizon 2 on the xbox one yes you, loading, you, loading uh, yeah and stuff like that freezing up on you yeah yeah you did mention that and it's been persistent well every time i start it up and it goes through the loading screen or the main screen and such you know instead of coming up from that like standby mode but whenever it starts fresh it would first time through it would hang and then it gives us error takes too long took too long to start up boots you back into the dashboard and then starting it up a second time it would usually go but it was still kind of pokey uh even that second time okay and i think i knocked it out i figured out what was going on and this never really occurred to me before but it sort of makes sense and that's that i had forza horizon 2 installed on my internal hard drive and I always figured, well, it, it was on there for a very long time. That's where I initially installed it. And I just never moved it to my external. And I figured, hey, you know, if it's on the internal, maybe it'll run faster or whatnot. So I just left it on there. Well, as it turned out, I had something like 99.5 or 99.8% of the drive full. So there was like no extra space on there. And I don't know if the Xbox uses its internal hard drive space that it reports like for swap files or something like that or X cache or or whatnot. But after I cleared off some space, uh-huh. it was instantly better. I never had a problem again. So maybe this is something that 
you know, people can benefit from if your hard drive is full, you know, clean up some stuff on there to uh, make some extra room and you might get some snappiness back. Yeah, I mean, that, and, that, and that goes for, I mean, that's almost the case for anything that you have, like even your computer. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm filling up my hard drive on my computer right now and I'm getting some performance issues. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of still waiting for SSDs to drop a little bit. It'd be nice to be able to do a little rate zero on some 500s, but um, to get a whole terabyte out of it. But uh, I believe that's rate zero that does that. Um, but I just, I mean, you'll notice like boot time happening, you know, going a little bit slow and and stuff like that, even with Windows 10. I mean, I've just been, <clears throat> I tacked on like another 400 gig or something like that from the time that I've installed Windows 10. So I yep. know that the performance of Windows 10 has been going down, but I'm completely pointing it to to my hard drive space because that's just the way it is. Now, I figure the Xbox OS probably puts away some space. Yeah, you would think. But, or it's partitioned or something. But Yeah, but when you still have one spinning disk and it's full, yeah, you're, you're going to have that problem. But I'm glad that oh, for you sure. figured it out, so... Oh, yeah. And I'd never heard any mention of this stuff, um, right. you know, to, you know, leave some available space and such. So it, it's just an interesting uh, behavior that I noticed, and I'm glad that it helped. Right. Very cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I think that was about it for me. I can't really think of any other games that I played. Um, oh, and I did sign up for the... Uh, new Xbox experience. Okay. Uh, I went through those hoops. So did I. We'll talk day. about we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> Excellent. Um, excuse me. But um, and I think yeah, that was it. That's it for me. Okay. Um, I I have to get back to Dishonored. Okay. Destiny came out and I've dropped Dishonored and and I gotta get back to it because I really do like Dishonored. But with uh, the games I've been playing, uh, obviously Destiny, The Taken King. Um, you know, the first day I was kind of just like too much, too much. There's too much going on. I have to, I feel like I, it's like you're the most powerful person in the world. And then now you're not, and you have to put all that time in again to, uh, to do it again. So, Um, so, sorry, my wife's cutting in behind us. Um, the, you know, and you have to start all over and go there. And, you know, it's not really much of a grind. I'm actually enjoying it. I think the content's really good. Um, but it's just that thing of feeling weak and that I can't do things again. That's, that's kind of the bummer about it, in my opinion. Um, I will say that uh, Wingman709 <clears throat> uh, has also been playing Destiny. Okay. And uh, I think uh, we'll have to honestly, you know, wait for his opinion. I, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, but, I mean, seems like he was having fun. Um, but we'll we'll let him say yes or no because that could have been the first hour, <laughs> you know, he was playing or, or whatever. So uh, so was playing Destiny, played uh, some Rocket League with... Uh, um, call me Ims uh, uh, from 
Horrible Gamers podcast because it was on their show a couple weeks ago. Uh, we played some Rocket League. That's pretty fun. Um, and then uh, Forza Six. So playing some Forza Six. So okay. That since since you weren't playing Forza Six and I thought you were and we were going to talk about it a little bit later, I might as well just talk about it right now. <laughs> and okay. actually, some people on our Facebook have even talked about it. I don't want to say I'm uh, I'm underwhelmed. I'm re- I really did like it. I do like it a lot. Um, I don't seem to have too many problems or too many issues. Uh, winning races or coming in at least the top three. Um, I will say that drivatars are becoming the thing that I feel is ruining the game. Well, how so? What do you mean? Um, I know, I'm pretty sure if somebody's going to tell me, well, all you got to do is turn them off, or maybe I can turn them off or something like that. Well, I'm driving down, and I try to drive clean. So so the thing is, like, my drivatar could be, like, annihilating people, and, and you know, because, like, I'm driving down the road, and all of a sudden it's like, drivatars are cutting me, smashing into me, hit me in the rear end, like doing all these things, like they're all over the place, wrecking, doing this, doing that. And I don't know if it's you know the P- the computer doing that, or if it's you know the person that has that drivatar is just drives that bad. I I really don't think that's it. Um, well, it could be some of that, right? But I mean, they literally get in the way of 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 everything. I mean, it used to be like the computer drivers or the computer cars would always drive the line. They're like, oh, we're going to drive the perfect line. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they're they're too good. They're well, they're either too yeah. good or they they're too conservative to where you just you beat them by half a lap. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But here it's like. Everybody's so aggressive, and they just literally smash into everything. And it's really, it's just like, I'm driving down, everybody's in line, it's it's all good, and then here comes somebody that doesn't want to break, and pow, just slams right into me. And I just, just want to throw my controller. <laughs> so, but... Uh, so are you maybe saying that... With the realism of the game, in particular with the visuals and the controls, you're not seeing other cars that drive appropriately for what would be like a real race. Right. You know, so the way that other people, other cars are driving doesn't match to what the rest of the game presents. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like bumper cars. Yeah, that's yeah. What if, that's what I feel like. It's like a bump, well, bumper car. So, you know, I haven't been playing Forza Six outside of the demo that came out a couple weeks ago. All right. But I know the other day when I was on when I was playing Forza Horizon, which also had drivatars. It was like the, actually that was the first game. No, Forza Five had drivatars, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, so Forza 5 had them, Forza Horizon 2 and 6. So the thing that I had in Forza Horizon 2 just the other day was I was tearing down the road. Uh, It wasn't even a race. I was just tearing down the road doing like 150, 160 in this Lamborghini, and this car in front of me 
just like does a left turn in the middle of nowhere right you know instead of just driving straight you know it, it's all is it almost kind of like that kind of stuff where it just it, it's almost like the other cars aren't even in the same race right <laughs> or on the same road yeah yeah and, okay and, and 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 it's like uh you know gunny chief member of our community and everything like that kind of you know goes out and says like it, it burns him up when a drive guitar performs a police style pit maneuver <laughs> you know and oh it, what, is that when they spin you yeah that's like when yeah. they hit you in the back corner i mean spin um, them first before they yeah. get you so but uh Yes, and for the beeping noise, the achievement that just popped that everybody heard uh, in your audio headset, uh, that is a uh, new follower, and that's uh, Joshua. Um, so thanks for thanks for following. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. Uh, but that that's my thing. Other than that, I mean, it looks great. It, it was kind of it's kind of weird how they. You know, you want to do a race, and it's like okay, we well, have to perf- you have to perform five races or three races before you actually get to go to the next one. And I haven't tried, but I've heard like if you're in race three of four or two of three and you have to leave or cancel, like you have to start all over, which is kind of a bummer. So like when you go into a race, you're not going into a race, you're going into a series. So nobody likes a quitter, bro. Oh, I, I didn't quit. I'm just, I'm just saying. And then it's like, you know, the, to, I never saw the like real menu of the game until I figured out like oh I have to keep canceling all the way out oh there's the menu you know because it throws you right in and I didn't like that it made me do the um, I guess if you played the demo you get the new Ford the Ford car that's in there I don't have that so obviously I don't think that was actually I don't know if I was supposed to get that from somewhere or if I have to go unlock it or jump up and down for it but I played the demo, and you're supposed to get the that that the Ford car that's in there, the blue one, whatever that one is, the Ford, Ford GT. Yeah, Ford GT. Uh, I didn't get the Ford GT, but then it would have been nice if, like, hey, you played the demo, so you've already played this part or part of this. So I don't need to explain to every everything to you that we go through and explain in the uh, in the demo. But you have to do it all over again. But that's you know that's a couple of a couple of the things I want to play some online races. I think that would be fun. So, but that's it. That's all I've been playing. Okay. All right. So with that, we can go down to the roundtable. But before we go to the roundtable, we've always mentioned uh, Patreon and and leaving tips. You can go to twitchalerts.com uh, slash donate slash this Xbox Life if you'd like to leave us a tip, or if you're more interested in becoming a monthly subscriber, you can go to patreon.com slash this Xbox Life. And roundtable. So, a couple things we've, you know, because our, our big thing for this week is, um, is obviously our community with our voicemails and emails and stuff we have this week. Uh, but before we get there, I have to ask you, did you watch the halo 5 latest halo 5 gameplay with the blue team like I saw, real yeah i saw a little bit of it what'd you think um it's okay <laughs> you are fired halo halo <laughs> isn't my bag baby i know but still it, it oh, i can't wait it looks great i can't wait to be with the blue team and and yeah. those guys are there because if anybody's read the books and has read the fall of reach um, oh because you're into those books pretty good, aren't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool to see Kelly and Fred and, you know, and 
I think Linda is the other one in the blue team. You know, because it, it's funny because, you, like, you'll go there and, like, oh, Kelly's the fastest one out of the Spartan 2s. Like, nobody knows that. Everybody thinks Master Chief's the best in everything, but, you know, Kelly's faster and one has is a better sniper. And I mean, it's just all around, and and I can't wait to play it. So the game looks great, and the way it sounds is it's a huge campaign. Like, it's a okay. huge story. So that is going to be fun. But uh, yeah, I, you know it looks good. I, I think it's probably one of the prettiest halos uh, so far. But yeah. it, to me, it looks more of the same. It, uh, yeah, I mean it is Halo, I mean, which is what people want. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Halo. <laughs> I mean, degree. you can't go around yeah. and you know make Master Chief purple. <laughs> yeah, and well, you can, <laughs> but yeah, so. But, yeah, I can't wait. All right, cool. Um, a couple things about hardware. So did you see that uh, we've seen the, the Elite controller uh, yep. before, um, but we didn't know when it was really coming out. Did it And we found out that is coming on the 27th of October. Okay, so about uh, four or five weeks. Yeah, day and date of Halo 5. Okay. Oh wow. So, yeah, yeah, I did. So that uh, that is out there. Uh, still one forty nine. Um, so the special edition lock controller and master chief controller, they're seventy or they're sixty nine, and they come out on October sixth, I think. So they come out a little bit before Halo. Um, so, but those are just special skinned. This here is the elite controller. So, and I did see a picture from Major Nelson, like on his Twitter or Instagram or something. Um, where he had the elite controller with the chat pad hooked up to it, and it looked pretty, pretty sharp. So okay, yeah. But well, uh, you know, when you're spending what sixty, seventy bucks for a custom regular controller, just with you know a fancy paint job, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're probably replacing an existing controller. So you're. you're I don't say you're shelling out money that you're not really getting anything, anything extra for, but right. other than just good looks, I mean, does it make sense to just drop some more cash and just get the a much better controller? Oh yeah, and you get more functionality out of it. I don't know. I, I to me, it's like you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. It could be two, three game. I mean, you could be buy two games. You can buy a game and a controller, or you can buy just a controller. I guess it depends on how much more, uh, how much uh, extra cash you have uh, yeah. lying around. Um, speaking of hardware, so uh, with my my Xbox One controller, because I've had my Xbox almost a year, um, my controller slowly drifts forward or up. So when I'm in Destiny, if I'm just sitting still or whatever, I'll just slowly start to walk forward, and I'll start running oh, forward. Wow. Yeah. So, kind of uh, like those uh, track pad, no, those little eraser head dudes on laptops. You yes, talk about yes, exactly. All of a sudden, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so what it is, I I contacted Microsoft support. I was under warranty. Actually, I'm under warranty until like February because I don't think it's. I think it's more than a year or something. Um, and actually, I have two extra years through uh, Square Trade. Uh, nice, but um, the controller's bad. Um, it sounds like it's a piece that snaps into so the switch for the left thumbstick 
I guess there's some plastic pieces that are holding it down, and what happens is those plastic pieces snap or break. Okay. Um, and I think it may be something they corrected in a newer controller design or later controller uh, when they were made. Uh, but the person didn't ask. They're like, yep, send it to us. We'll send you another one. Uh, the problem is, is like they do not have a program where, okay, you send me a controller. I'll pay for the controller. I'll send my controller to you. When you get it, you refund me the money. Right? So I'm oh, not without a so controller. Say, so it's like a cross ship. Yeah. I think that's what they call it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They don't have that. So I have to send yeah. them a controller. And within seven days of them receiving the controller, then they'll send me another controller, and then it's however many days tacked on top of that. So I was like, okay, so basically I have to go buy a new controller. But if I'm going to go buy a new controller, I'd either want the Master Chief controller or the Elite controller or something like that, which aren't out right now. <laughs> yep. So I went and picked myself up a, a wired, just a wired controller um, that actually lights up and stuff. So I'll be using this while my other controller comes in, and then I'll just move this one to my PC so I don't keep swapping them back and forth. Oh, yeah. But uh, the only problem with this one is no headphone jack. (laughs) So starting probably Monday, this coming Monday or whatever, I'll jump in. If anybody's out there playing Destiny or invites me or if I jump into a party with you, I'll be able to hear you. You won't be able to hear me, so it's not that I don't want to talk to anybody, but I will be in there so I can hear the the chatter between the fire teams or, or racing or any you know we do online racing for Forza Six. Um, I'll be there and do that, but I won't be able to talk. So don't you have a head, uh, headphone adapter, or headset adapter for what? The controller. There's no port at all in the controller. Oh, it's not an official controller? Uh, not really. I guess not. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Because it was only like $29. Because I was just like, I just need a controller to hold me over while I ship this one in. So I, I can at least you. play okay. a game. You know? Yeah, because so. all, the, all the Microsoft ones have that little port on the bottom mm-hmm. for that uh, add-on headset adapter to snap into, right? Right, and that's what I have. Yeah, I have the adapter... Uh, and Wait, stuff, but, but the controller doesn't have the port. Doesn't have any port on it. Uh, yeah. Okay. The only other thing I could do is I could stream to my PC, and then I could fire, I could party chat through it. But then I have to readjust and uh, change over a lot of my audio settings, mm-hmm. and I really don't feel like dealing with that because then I'll have trouble with the show. So, <laughs> or, or for that week, you could just go outside and play. <laughs> Like our parents wanted us to do when we were little. Yeah, you know, I could stream to my laptop and bring a headset Nice. In. Yeah, you're thinking alternatives. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> if I really outside. had to, I'll just play through my laptop. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah, that's that's what will happen happen there. So, cool. But, yeah. What, what, what do you, would you, um, I, I think I asked you, would you buy, are you interested in a lead controller? I would love to have one. I mean, I would love to have one. It's just so expensive, though. Right. Agreed. I, it, would, it would have to be... A, if I could find it on sale, maybe around 100 ish I'd probably jump on it. Wait until Black Friday time. Yeah. Wait until... That's... You know, and the thing is, is I was going to buy my Master Chief controller. I canceled that. Because I know around December time... 
when the Halo stuff starts to calm down and the Elite controller's been out for a while and it starts to calm down, they're going to drop that price. And I, I'm just like, I have a controller. I don't need one right away. I would really like one too. I agree with you. I really would like one. But I'm waiting for that, oh, it's out for $89 on sale, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at $89, I'd drop it. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. So, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. So. I, the thing just looks so awesome. And yeah. the one thing that kind of concerns me about it is just having too much functionality because I don't know if it's my old age or, or whatnot, but I don't want to tinker with things, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can adjust everything about this controller. I, I really don't want to spend the time. I just want to, I just want to enjoy the feel of it and the, the movement mm-hmm. and such, and but not tinker like, okay, if I set this thing to point one. How does it feel? Okay, but if I set it to point two, is that better or worse? That's, no, I, I just want to play games. Right. Yeah. So hopefully they load it, load it up with presets. Right. And, and I'm wondering about the, the, the chat pad. Does it have the volume control and stuff on the chat pad? Oh. I'd have to look. Because that's, sure. the, that's the benefit of having that, um, that adapter. Is having the the chat pad and the and like the volume mic volume or headset like game chat and voice chat mix mixture between the two just right at your fingertips. Otherwise, you have to go in and, and mess around with it. But uh, but yeah, I was wondering about that because I really did. I loved my chat pad. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, the thing was awesome. But. Yeah, the chat pad's actually uh, pretty darn big. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I really don't see any. Because I imagine it just has the straight stuff. the straight three point five on it, like the yeah. old one does. But it'd be nice, like if the chat pad in its controls handled the same functionality, because you know you know it can handle it. I mean, that's what it does. That that adapter does that today. So, but all right, uh, moving on. So, um, oh, there are two buttons on the side. I just noticed it's got, um, like a person and a controller. And then on the right side, it's got a plus and a minus. Yep. That's it. That's what so that, is. that kind of mirrors what's on the headset adapter. Yeah. That's on the chat pad. Yes. I'm getting a yes. chat pad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are awesome. So. Yeah. I, I really didn't consider it a whole lot just because it uh and i don't do a whole lot of typing on the xbox one or just i do all my messaging through the xbox one app right on a website i i do that as well but then i always find myself like oh crap i gotta go get my phone it's on charge you know or something like that so but the thing that i just don't care for at all is the new controllers how they have just that three and a half inch connector mm-hmm. on the bottom with no volume. It's like if, if, if I have a headset, I need to control that volume with buttons. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be going to menus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's so, why so I was, this, this is nice. Yeah. That's why I was asking if that was on there or not. Cause I mean, even for the people that just have the three and a half, or the 3.5 on there, um, it, it's, it's nice that you can just, you know use it there so 
and have it at your fingertips. Yeah. But in the new Xbox experience, I heard that that's becoming is a little more like adjustable. It's easier to get to. But then also, you know, I think like, well, I really don't mess with my settings too much once I get it where I want. So I can kind of see both ends of it. Um, <clears throat> but the other thing too is how does that? Because we're talking about the menus, right? Right. We're talking about the menus. Yeah. So if you have to get into a menu, which essentially pauses the game, you don't hear the sound. So do you have to go in and out of it? Uh, I think it's it more of a snap. It? It's more of a snap. Yeah. So okay. you would still hear it. But. Yeah. So Chatpad, I, it looks like it retails for $35 US huh. and coming out on November 3rd. Oh, it's not even out yet. No, it's pre-order only uh. right now. November 3rd. Look what, Major Nelson, what I tell you. That man ticks me off sometimes. What a tease. <laughs> he, he, You know, I, I think that's what might be... Uh, it comes with his job. It's, his, it's a benefit to his position and his job. You know, so I don't blame him for being able to get all that cool stuff early and get to play with it and probably get it for free. I think that's, that's what he does, right? Mm-hmm. It's just what he does and to kind of rubbing in everybody's face that drives me nuts <laughs> yeah you know it's he's not it's not he it, promotes it he does promote it and it's like hey take a picture hey this is nice but then you know on his podcast he's like oh i got to use the so-and-so and it is the greatest it's like we know what give us a review don't rub it into it it's the way he delivers yeah. it i think but yeah but uh, I've, no, been, I've been trying to listen to his show again been trying yeah. it's uh Still rough, but I've been trying. Really, I enjoy it. I I tend to like. I actually like their gadgets and gizmos. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. What do I want to buy now? Yeah, and I actually forward fast forward sometimes to that. You know, and the, the one actually I used to hate listening to was um, the IGN's um, podcast Unlocked. Right. I hated listening to it, but once since Ryan has taken it over. And I listen to it. I, I love, I like that podcast. Because I was a big, huge, I was a Beyond fan, like crazy. I love Greg Miller and, and Colin Moriarty and, and those guys. And when they left, I was kind of like, ah, oh, but the guys that are in there, I really, I like those guys too. Um, but they used to be like the biggest IGN podcast. And actually, Podcast Unlock has passed them, has surpassed mm-hmm. them. And is, is, I think, uh, besides Game Scoop, it might be the top, the top podcast for them. So. Okay. Shows, shows what he's done. Um, yeah. it's, I don't think it's because Beyond's got worse. I think it's, you know, he's done a really good job. So, and actually, it just downloaded on my phone, so I'll listen to it. I usually listen to it on Thursday. So, all right. Okay. Moving forward. Yes, yes, yes. Um, kind of a couple of big things. You said you did, uh, you signed up for the new Xbox experience. Um, yeah. I did as well. I haven't gotten it. Have you gotten it? No. Okay. He's- when I signed up for it, uh, it was shortly after they announced it. So right. I went through the hoops, and it I, I thought this was kind of a tease a little bit, where it said that this Xbox is marked for something for the next wave. There was a message that actually implied that it was going to happen soon. Yeah. So that message was you signing up for, because you're in the preview, so you are preview program with the new Xbox experience, or you were the preview program without the Xbox experience. Right. So you went in and you flipped that. 
which then includes you saying, yes, I would like to be included in the waves of updates or when you enter people. And now the way they're doing that is based on people who've provided most feedback and so on and so forth. So, because we do have some people in our community that said, hey, got home and look, you know, I got the new Xbox experience. Um, I think there was a little bit of scare tactics, I want to say. Um, we we saw the list of possible issues, and yep. myself included. I looked at it, I'm like, whoa, I'm not going to do this. You know, like, it turned me off immediately. I was like, nope, I don't want to do it. I went to try to go change it, but my change is pending, <laughs> yes, and I yes. can't change it back. So it looks okay. like I'm probably most likely going to be getting it. You're um, in. Uh, whenever, called, run. whenever it happens. If it gives me an option, I'll probably, you know, hopefully it gives me an option to say yes or no. If I want to take it or not, kind of as that final, you know, are you sure type of thing. Um, if I get that, then I will actually come back and do some research to see these major issues like there's issues with forza and destiny and this and that i was like you know what those are the games i'm playing right now i don't want to deal with issues with those um but i haven't seen any reports of the people that i've gotten it so far that a lot of people are bumping into it so because it says you could possibly do this absolutely so um and i know that's a risk but that list of stuff was just like, oh, man. I'm like, you read it, and you're just like, well, why? You wonder why they're putting out a preview program, but um, maybe they're quick to fixing it. So, and Or yeah. maybe that's why it's maybe taking a little bit longer is they saw a drastic, like, oh, no, we don't want that, you know, so. But, yeah, but, you know, they could definitely be holding it back for, you know, just to keep it from rolling out and just, kiboshing everybody's machines yeah well you have to i'm wondering if they're going out and just making absolute sure that destiny doesn't have any problems because destiny right now is like the largest played game between between the consoles and i can understand that i mean in forza you can't you can't release a game and have it broken because of a dashboard but uh, oh yeah yeah but uh, I did watch the latest video, and actually everybody on the podcast might have heard a brief <laughs> five seconds of it or whatever button I hit earlier. Um, I I looked at it, and the speed enhancements are going to be great. It looks like you're not going to be opening and launching apps anymore. It's just going to be a part of the OS, which we, as cool. a group, as, as this Xbox Life, have talked about, like, what do we want to see? And I think all of us were saying, we don't, I don't want this apps stuff anymore. I want it just to be there, you know, and include sure. it. And it looks like it's so much faster than, than the one we have today. So Yeah. And after having the console for, what, almost two years now, mm-hmm. I can finally say I'm finally comfortable with the new Dash. <laughs> it took a while. Right. Because it was pretty sparse or pretty spartan Yeah. Uh, when it first came out. And now it's familiar. You just know where everything is instead of having to hunt through the different screens and, and such. And now they're going to change it on us. Yeah. So to some degree, I'm kind of going to miss the the current dashboard. But, uh, you know, that'll last like 10 seconds. It kind of it cracks me up. Go back to the 360. And, you know, we went from... 
you know, you went from the Blades. Was that on a 360 or was that the original Xbox? Uh, the original Xbox had some. Was that Blades? There was like one Blade, I think. Okay. <laughs> or it was like the green, like weird looking, like as you would turn it, it looked like it was turning on a dial or something. I don't even remember. Yeah, so the 360 was the Blades Blades, like the orange and blue and green. Um, yeah. Yellowish, I think. And then it went to like the new Xbox experience or the NXE or or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, new Xbox experience. Now it's the new Xbox One experience or something. So it went oh, to yeah. that okay. and then it went more to what we see with the Xbox One. Like the Xbox One is a modified version of the 360s, I think, where they had the the squares and the blocks and stuff like that. Uh, more yeah. of a Windows 8 look. When you know, um, and then what you have, I think, in this new dashboard is more of what the Xbox app looks like. Um, and not only that, since everything's tight and you got the little menus down the side or whatever, it almost makes me feel like we're going back to the blades. <laughs> like, just in this little little bit of a way, it's like you know, it's like oh, it's almost like I have the blade system back, you know. Because the yeah. blades were snappy. That was the one thing. Everyone's was just like, oh, man, I missed the blades. All I had to do is hit right bumper twice, down twice, and boom, I was there, you know, and and things like that. And um, for this one here, I saw in our Facebook group um, that people were talking about the, the pins. Like, everybody loves pins and stuff. All they had to do is hit left once, and they could get to their pins. And now it's, like, all the way at the bottom. But I guess right trigger is, like, automatically go to pins is just pull the right trigger and you're at your pins right. and so it looks like they're building in shortcuts and stuff so i'm super excited to try it out um i'm super excited for november when it gets released but i guess i may be trying it out early oh yeah so and you're always yes. you're always one of those bleeding edge guys so love it yeah of course you do <laughs> and i was looking at some images of the original xbox dashboard it's been so long i don't even i didn't even remember what it looked like yeah. And wow, it is green, right? It had like wow. a ball. Yeah. A, looks like yeah. a big green ball in it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. big green like Xbox. Yeah, ball with a couple of like little orbs. For... Yeah, yeah, orbs. Yeah, when you turned it, the orbs would spin okay. around that Xbox thing or something. Yeah, <laughs> That's funny. how far we've come. I'm oh, sure yeah. the better. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, very absolutely, very true. Because then for that 360, wasn't it? Like after the blades, the screens would like scroll or something. They would like move, kind of like. Uh, it was the NXE. I thought was right after that. It's when they first the, brought in like avatars and and stuff like that. Because right now everything's like flat and it slides left right. Right. But at one time, wasn't it like? You had your different screens, and oh, they would yeah, like they were like go the, from the back to the front, almost and, like if you were doing a control tab in Windows. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's a couple iterations of that. Yeah, you're gonna have to. We're have to go back and look at everything, and and maybe post find a video or something, post it on Facebook. Like here's the evolution of yeah. of uh, the dashboard, Xbox dashboard. I think that would be really funny to to check out. Yeah, but, cool. You have to let us know. Anyway, Hopefully, one of us yeah. will get it. You know, like I said, I'm still debating um, if I'm going to do it or not. I definitely don't want to do it now. Yeah, but uh, cool. Um, anything else on new dashboard? 
No. Yep. All right. So uh, next one I have here, um, kind of the tip for our um, for the name of our episode, which is beta access. Um, I kind of want to come out and say beta access is a joke nowadays. Um, and I'm more referring to the uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which starts tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, or if you're listening to this on uh, Thursday, the... Oh, I'm going to cover your face with the calendar. Uh, the 24th, you're, it's out today. Um, I've seen... We've seen people in our Facebook group that's had emails. I've seen people that have already been playing it. Um, I haven't got an email or anything, um, for beta. And actually I went out to their website and my accounts disabled and locked, uh, because I type, it says I typed my password in wrong too many times, which I haven't. (laughs) So I don't know if that's maybe the problem why I haven't got one, but it's like, you know, I, I put in, I tried to be on this waiting list for PC and for Xbox one. Um, I didn't pre-order the game or anything like that. I really want to try it to determine if I want to purchase the game. Um, and the thing that I'm, bump- you know, the thing that I go and see is like, "Hey, thanks a lot, Ubisoft, uh, for giving me ten codes. Everybody, come out to Twitch. I'm going to give them away." Or, "Hey, I'm going to tweet. Uh, I have fifty beta access codes. I'm going to tweet them out through the day and and you know try to grab one." Or, hey, I'm IGN, we got 100 beta codes, and blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's just like, well, I'm a person that wants to actually possibly buy the game, you know, and I'm not trying to get people to watch Twitch, and I'm not trying to publish my site, or I'm not trying to promote this or promote my Twitter or or do any of that, Um, so I need these beta keys. But I'm a true fan of the game, and I asked to be on the on the list, you know. And I feel like it's just like eh, sorry, you're on the waiting list, but we got to give, you know, Joe Schmo, uh YouTuber uh person, we got to give him 500 keys that he can give away to 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 his fans. You know, and nothing against the YouTube person or the Twitch person or the person on Twitter. I'm not I'm not talking about the people that are doing it. I'm talking about Ubisoft giving it to those people. And and kind of I feel like I'm being ignored, but it is beta. I know it's you know it's not a huge deal, but you know what I mean. It's like I've played every Rainbow Six game, and I love Vegas, and I've been talking about it, and I'm excited to buy it. And I've been dying and waiting for this beta, and I'm not, and I feel like I'm not going to get in it or anything. But yet they're handing out keys like you know bubble gum to everybody else to give away to other people. <laughs> so, yeah. but, uh, and, uh, you know, so that, that's, that's siege. Now, like I've also signed up for the division cause we have a question if, you know, we're excited about the division. I am super excited about the division. I cannot wait for that game. It's almost an automatic must buy for me right now, unless something major happens. Uh, but I've also tried to get into that beta. Hopefully I get in that one for sure. But, I feel it's going to be like the same thing. Like, hey, you know, welcome to the division. We need to have beta testers. Uh, you're on the waiting list, um, but we're going to go give you know YouTube Gamer One uh, a thousand keys to give away. <laughs> you know, to you know, to people who may not even want to be, who aren't even on your list. Um, so, 
but uh, I just think betas, man, are not beta anymore. Um, you know, for for one, because we've always talked about beta, they're too close to the release of the game. So what are you really beta testing? But to me, it it's just it's promotional. It's a promotion thing. So, but uh, do you have a beta access code for the division or to, for uh, Siege? Well, I got one. I think I signed up for it a while back. And I actually got a beta access code off of Amazon yesterday. Or maybe it was today. Is uh the message I posted on the Facebook group. Hmm. I don't know if you saw it. No. But uh, it, uh, it gives you a code that you can redeem for beta access. So it's no cost. Hmm. And I just went down to the site right now, and it says I've already redeemed my code. Did you? What? Did you already redeem your code? I, I don't know. Or did you put the code in? <laughs> I, I secured guaranteed closed beta access. Oh. That's what it says. Awesome. I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you what. Since I'm one of those... YouTubers that has a code. Maybe I'll give you the one that I got from Amazon. Oh no! Don't do give that to. I no, don't. No. I don't want your. I. I'm pretty sure that you I'm don't going. Want to, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get one. It's okay. just like I was saying. I feel like it's everybody else is getting them, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, you're left out. Yeah, I feel oh, left no. out. But uh, yeah, all right. No, I. I, I really think that beta doesn't mean what it used to be right i don't know if it's the companies or the marketing or just people's perceptions because beta used to be you know pretty much like early version of the game mostly broken and you get access to it you get maybe like a little taste of the game and then once you play it and the period's over, then you look forward to the real deal. I think for a lot of people right now, it's really like early access. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the perception of people. It's really not a beta. I mean, they don't people don't who provides feedback on a beta nowadays. I do. People just play it. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, oh, good oh, yeah. for you. That's, that's what I, mean, I that's, do for a living. I love I testing. You props. I yeah. love testing software. That's like when they were saying, oh, for the new box Xbox experience, they're going to give it to people who, you know, reply and do those, you know, little tests and stuff like that and, and do beta this and that. Like for iOS 9, I've had iOS 9 for three months now, you know, and the amount of – I posted like three or four things and, and feedback there. When I literally bump into something, I mean, I try to flip through stuff. But that's what I do. I, t- I write software, so I love testing software, too. I, I think it's fun to uh, break something. Not not to say that you broke it, but to think outside the box of what maybe a developer was thinking. It, it makes mm-hmm. me, you know, I get a, a thrill out of thinking backwards, thinking different, uh, okay. stuff like that. So I, I really do like it. But, yeah, I provide feedback. Oh, I, nice. I, I think it's the only way to get a good game. I mean, if... You know, if I bumped into a bug and bought the game and the bug was still in the game, then that's my fault for not reporting. That's how I feel about it. It's it's everybody's fault for not reporting that bug. And if you bumped in that bug during the beta and you're like, oh, they never even fixed this bug from the beta. They're horrible. 
you lose all rights to to complain about it if you didn't <laughs> put in the feedback. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. That's yeah, yeah. That's kind of the way I see it. Um, you know, if you provided the feedback and a thousand people provided feedback for the same issue, then uh, then you know we'll we'll do that. <clears throat> I uh, quick question. Sorry for everybody. We're, we're live on Twitch right now, and somebody's asking a question, and I feel like I'm obligated to answer. Um, do you get paid to be in a beta? Uh, example, iOS 9. No, I do not. I am a developer. Uh, I write. I, you know, I have a iOS app uh, and an Android app, so I do that to beta test the software that I've written. So when the when the... When the iOS releases to everybody, my application's ready, and if I have to post an update for iOS nine, then I'm good to go on day one. So, but no, I do not get paid for it. Yeah. All right. Or the, your payment is the enjoyment that you get. Yeah, I actually pay yes. <laughs> to be a developer. So yeah, yeah it's like twenty five bucks for Android and ninety nine bucks for for Apple. Of course. So. Oh yeah, of course. So, all right. What do you got? This last one's yours. All right, all right. So I thought this was kind of interesting. This uh, uh, hit the consumerist, which is a, a pretty cool little blog website. Mm-hmm. Talks about consumer issues, right. and so they had an article. Um, I think it was last week. Yeah, on the eighteenth, they had an article which I thought was pretty darn interesting, where it pretty much calls out GameStop for a behavior which I never knew that they did, but it makes total sense. And that's that they're basically ditching console bundles that have digital downloads. So if a console bundle only has digital downloads, they're not interested. They will not sell it. However, on the flip side... They will sell bundles that have physical media. Mm. And I guess this probably includes those um, collections, like the uh, limited editions, premieres, and so forth. Right. Remember we were talking about that a couple weeks back, how you got, uh, was that Tomb Raider? Yeah, I think it was the Tomb Raider limited edition collector's edition bundle where it had physical media. So you got this really awesome bundle that was pretty darn expensive and you got a disc Mm. and we're actually talking about, we don't want a disc. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was, um, mine was, it was halo. I thought halo didn't come with when you bought the most expensive one, it came with the digital code. But if you bought oh, the yeah. one that I wanted, it was with a disc. And I was like, you know, yeah. people are wanting this and that. Yeah. So, you know, the, yeah. Cause I'm all, I'm all digital. I'm, I love that you brought this up actually. What, what do you, what do you think about it first? And then I'll tell you what I think. Well, I understand why they do it because if they sell you, that bundle that has a physical media, you can just turn around mm-hmm. and trade it back in right. later on. So it perpetuates their business model, mm-hmm. which I think is diminishing. Yeah. And I, I don't think that they're doing customers a service. It's self-serving, personally. 
just because, well, I, I guess what they're basically doing is they're driving people away. They're giving business away to the likes of Amazon and other retailers that don't care about those discs. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, so, what does, okay, so GameStop sells a lot of games. And GameStop sells a lot of consoles. And what GameStop does is they say, we will not give you shelf space for your console if you go all digital. So you will not be able to sell your console at GameStop if you go all digital. Right? They basically hold the manufacturers like Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. They hold them hostage that way. Because they know everybody goes to game. A lot of people go to GameStop to buy games and consoles, and they can't have their console not there. If you know, if the Xbox One is at at GameStop, Sony can't have the PlayStation Four left out because PlayStation Four goes digital only, right? Mm-hmm. So they they hold these manufacturers and these companies hostage for that. Well, to me, if they're doing something like this. They're only speeding up the process of going all digital and these companies just saying, you know what, if you want to play that way, you can go ahead and play that way because Amazon, Walmart, Target, Costco, Sam's Club, you know, all these other places, they'll sell our console. You know, the Microsoft Store, I mean, I don't know, after, you know... I've bought so much stuff on Amazon over this last year that I don't even... I I walked in Best Buy. I walked in the Best Buy I'd always buy stuff in to buy this controller that I just showed a little bit ago. Yeah. I walked in that Best Buy and I started walking the direction of the games. They're not even in the place they used to be. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. I noticed that the other day. And and it's like everything has changed. I walked that store and I was completely lost because I don't think I've stepped foot in there for almost a year. Uh, if not more, yeah. Remember oh. how? Remember how the Best Buys used to have those huge, massive CD sections? Oh yeah, yeah. And then the huge game sections? Yeah, all gone. Yeah. Well, the majority of it gone. Yeah, and and it's just like I, I can't. When I read this, I'm like, what are they? What are they doing? Like what? What I under? I understand. Okay, yeah, you're right. They want the physical copy because they want you to walk in with that physical copy. They feel like they're selling you a console that's already starting digital and they're afraid you're going to continue down digital. Mm -hmm. Right. So, but yeah, I'm all, excuse me. I'm all digital. So I don't, I don't care. I, I, it's just like, I don't want, I don't want physical media. So anything that forces me to have physical media, I go, I just don't get it. You know, with, with halo, they could have had an extra $30 out of me. If that legendary edition or whatever that edition was came with a digital, um, thing and I was actually asking people around work, are you buy? Are, do you buy physical? No. Do you buy physical? No. Do you buy physical? No. Well, how about you? No. They all said no because I was looking for the one person that bought physical, and I was going to sell them mine that I got out of the legendary edition for sixty dollars, so then I could turn around and buy the digital edition, and then I could have what I wanted. But everybody I talk to, they all bought, they're all buying digital. So I was like, well, it's, you know, well, all right, you know, it's just the way it's just the way it's going, and and I just think it's a huge 
it's a bad move. It's a bad thing for for GameStop and. Oh yeah. Here, let me read a, a little section of this article because right. I, I think this is kind of interesting. So check check this out. All right, so uh, uh, basically it talks about uh, what what they're doing. It says GameStop's latest attempt to keep its bread and butter, the sale of trade-ins, goes goes against the no disc trend, only selling game console bundles that include physical discs. So they had a uh, a shareholder call. Uh, where this stuff was kind of uh, talked about, uh, basically saying that they worked with uh, the the manufacturers of the console, so that includes, you know, Microsoft and Sony, and I don't know if that would include Nintendo, but uh, definitely Sony and Microsoft uh, to offer discs rather than free download codes in game bundles. The change was most recently seen in the current sales of the Madden 16 Xbox One bundle. So, I mean, this is going on right now. Uh And uh, Ars Technica reports that GameStop's bundle was also missing a free 12-month subscription to EA Access, which offers a selection of legacy titles uh, as as free downloads. And it says... uh, uh, we expect that if a game is provided as a promotional item in a hardware bundle, GameStop will see more of these physical offers than digital pack-ins uh, on our upcoming third-party releases. Uh, this guy, Bartle, went on to say that... Um, oh, where was this? Well, there's a particular section I wanted to read here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, let's see. Da, da, da. Oh. Well, while you're, while oh, you're... Here it is. Okay. So the CEO, Paul Rains, that's GameStop CEO, mm-hmm. uh, said that the decision to scrap the inclusion of digital codes in bundles sold at the stores was a result of consumer preference. Do you believe that? lying. No, no. No, Well, uh, okay. If they're talking about, okay. Well, this is everybody. If everybody he's interviewed is the person who's walking through his door of a GameStop (laughs) trading in a game because they're a college student who that's just what they do, then yes, I can completely understand. Based on all the people that are coming into our stores and trading games, they prefer console bundles with physical games, <laughs> you know. Is, is he, he says consumers prefer those physical bundles because they know that disc has value in the trade-in program at GameStop. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And oh, you... And, so, and he so, adds... And just real quick, uh-huh. he adds at the end of the article, we sell things at full price and provide great value through our trade-in program, uh-huh. and we have physical discs. Yay. Yeah. Super. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. And here I am, and I just said, like, every person I work with that has an Xbox One are all buying digital. Yeah. And I'm not talking just, you know, I have one, one, two, three, four, 
spot. There's five people just within nine cubes of it, of me. And that's not even me going upstairs to the, you know, to our other half of our department and, and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I, I just, re- I just walked around. I just said, Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah to, to, to five people. And, you know, and all of them are like, Nope, we're buying digital. Yep. So I was like, huh, all right. But, uh, yeah, cause I was kind of on the fence when I first got my Xbox and I, I was really heading towards the direction of because at that time everything was full price on the xbox one so they really didn't have hardly anything on sale and if you wanted a deal you had to buy a disc so i bought a couple of games like i got my wolfenstein i watchdogs and titanfall I, i know i got those and i got a i got pretty good prices on them but i feel like i got suckered almost yeah because i really really wish that I did not have the disc version. Right. Actually, in Titanfall, I wound up buying the digital version when it was on sale after that. Well, take take Destiny. I mean, I have a buddy that bought Destiny. He he bought the physical copy because the physical copy was 30 bucks instead of 60 yeah. Now, okay, yep. he's making a killer deal, but now with the Taken King coming out, he's like, I, I don't want to have my disc in there. You know, like, he he's like for twenty bucks I could get all of it on digital you know all of it digital should I pay yeah. a couple extra bucks and buy the game again so like he's willing to buy a game again yeah <laughs> to Absolutely. to get it in digital in digital format um because um, you know you might be okay if you have only one because <laughs> you can just leave that disc in and never take it out. But the problem then is like if you start have to start switching discs like man that is just that is like so 1990s. That's so right. last century to have to switch discs. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, but that was uh, an interesting little tidbit on GameStop. It totally makes sense from their business purposes, but I don't know. I I really think that they're doing people a disservice to some degree especially for the people that just buy the the uh the bundles there and they don't know what they're missing right like the people like buying that master chief uh or that uh not master chief the madden 16 xbox one bundle i mean you're missing out on ea access if you get theirs right you know, I mean, not that that's a huge value. It's what thirty five bucks for a year, I think. Well, yeah, but that's like what ten games, and uh, yeah. Battlefield Hardline's getting ready to be added to it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, so you're missing yeah. out on ten games just because they want to give you, according to your preference, <laughs> they want to give you a physical copy of a game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thanks right. for nothing, GameStop. Yeah. We blame you. Yeah. All right, cool. That was fun. We're running yeah. really long today. Yeah, we are. So we're going to crank through these here. <clears throat> Let's do this. So uh, community, if you want to look like you're part of the community, go to cafepress.com slash this Xbox life. Um, get all our gear and things there. Um, what in the world? Okay. Um, 
<laughs> we'll let you take care of that. So, um, and then if you would like to, so the, we're going to a community or, or think for twenty dollar uh, $20, uh, Xbox Live card <clears throat> will be. Um, sorry, what is going on? Uh, <laughs> well, what what's going on is a user ban. <laughs> that's what that's what happens. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah. if you sent in a voicemail, and uh, we're going to get it on the show here, you're included in the thing for the twenty dollar gift card. Um, and then this is U.S. I believe U.S. only, and uh, uh, for U.K. or uh, overseas, be ready. We might have something for you uh, here coming soon. So. Um, First, we have voicemails. So leave a voicemail. You go to thisxboxlife.com. Uh, on the right-hand side, you'll see send voicemail. Click it, follow the prompts, and and, uh, and it'll come to us, and you will be on the show. And so our first one here, as soon as I find out where my iTunes went, it disappeared. Oh, boy. This is not going to be good. <laughs> now you've done it. Oh, no. Okay. So our first one that we have here is from Xbox Record That. So uh, everybody prepare f- your headphones, <laughs> okay, because it's hard to control everything. It'll sound good on my end. I just want you to be prepared. So kind of turned out. Yeah, and if you're downloading the podcast, you should be okay also. Should so. So, All right, so here we go. Hey, guys, it's Drew. Xbox Record That, or The Connectable, however you want to remember me, since we're talking about memories. Uh, Actually, here recently, I beat I Want to Be the Bashi. Not Xbox-related, but if you've ever played it, you know why. I will always remember it. almost got it tattooed on me. I was so excited. Anyway, we'll talk with y'all later. All right. Thank you, uh, Xbox Record Death. Have you ever been so excited about a game, Rob, that you're going to have a tattoo of it? Mm. No. No? All right. Cool. So uh, next one is JKSJ. Uh, and he sent in multiple ones. So, um, we're going to <laughs> play them all in a row, but, uh, here's the first one. Hey, Mark, Brun, and Presar. This is Jeremy Shepard, also known as Giants Fan J on Twitch, and my gamer tag is JKSJ. So, I picked as a recent game in memory something from a game I love, Titanfall. Um, I still remember in that game the first time you call in your Titan. Prepare for Titanfall, looking to the sky, Titanfall dropping down, and then running into it and being put into that Titan for the first time. It was just amazing, and I still love playing that game to this day. Um, One of the many reasons I love my Xbox One, including the controller and and all the other reasons we all love the Xbox. Um, And I'm looking forward to getting my Xbox One back. Recently traded in to get the Forza Edition. So um, tomorrow I get to go pick that up, and I'll be back gaming with you guys. Uh, just wanted to say hello. Want to say a huge fan of your show. Listen every week, and uh, it keeps getting better and better. 
keep up the great work, you guys. Uh, see you later. Bye. Hey guys, this is Jeremy Shepard, also known as GiantsFanJ on Twitch, and my gamer tag is JKSJ. Just wanted to send a little message about Forza. Um, I was a big racing fan. Uh, go back to the road and track me for speed on PlayStation. And uh, never really could get into like Gran Turismo, but I loved Project Gotham Racing. Loved every version of it, all the way up into 4. Uh, once they stopped making those games, I, I sort of wonder if I'd ever find a racing game that I'd love as much as that again. Um, then I tried out Forza 4 and played that game, and, and I fell in love with racing again. Um, with the, the lines, the brake assist, which I turn off, um, steering assist, stuff like that, it allows you to transition into it. So anybody that thinks of Forza Horizon or Forza Horizon 2 is different as far as racing style, they're very similar, except for the fact that with Forza Horizon, you could just like drive around through some fields. But with Forza Far or 5 or 6, it's more beautiful, it's more uh, aesthetically pleasing. I mean, you could just get in a car, sit in it, and rev it. Um, but so anybody that's hesitant, just keep in mind that, um, these games from a, someone that loved Project Gotham Racing are everything that's right about racing. And one of the main reasons that I love Xbox One and would never own another system, maybe made by Sony. All right. <laughs> bye, you guys. All right. Before we, before we play Star Ride, I didn't realize it was going to play right into that second one. Um, but his first one, he was talking about Titanfall. Do you, do you remember the first time you got your Titan? Yeah, Titanfall? I do actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because you know I'm listening because I I didn't want to listen to the to them like beforehand because I like to get it as I'm here now so I can uh, have that. But I'm sitting there thinking, I remember that same feeling watching that thing and the, the noise of it like crackling, like falling down and hitting the ground but mine is like the one that i love the most is when i'm running up to it and i jump and he like catches me with his hand and like throws (laughs) puts me in in the titan and i'm just like oh my gosh that is so awesome and then also you know the first time where you're clicking and you, you eject and it pops you out um but yeah those are fantastic memories for for that there so but very cool oh for sure all right, and uh, let me go into his uh, his third one. Uh, Forza, you know, you're a huge Forza Horizon and, and Forza. You have to let me know um, when you're on, um, so we can so we can race online or something. That'll be fun, and you'll beat me. I know, but <laughs> I still want to try. But uh, and here's the third one. Hey guys, this is Jeremy Shepard, also known as GiantsFanJ on Twitch and JKSJ on Xbox. Um, with a quick idea, thought, question. Um, this has to do with being a parent and a video gaming parent. And uh, something that's going to come up with Brian and um, Presar is that uh, my son, he's nine, and he's played you know Xbox 360, he's been gaming since about five years old but it's the kind of thing that he has friends that are his same age that have been playing Gears of War, Call of Duty even Grand Theft Auto Ninja Gaiden since they were seven and uh, this is the first year where we're finally going to get him you know, uh, Halo to play 
But uh, what are your guys' thoughts on um, when you let your kid play an adult game like that, like a Call of Duty? And then is it concerning to you to hear that there's kids that since six, seven years old have been playing Mortal Kombat, Ninja Gaiden, and Call of Duty? All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, Deciding what's acceptable, I think, on the Xbox, or what's acceptable for younger children um, on the Xbox is actually kind of a tough thing because I feel that the Xbox is whole the whole all the generations. uh, The games are really geared towards older players. Yeah. you know, so there's more violence and such, more let's say like real world uh, type of uh, type of games, and it's 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 a much different world now. There's gaming than like let's say for example that I remember even when I was a child because I think I got my first system, which is an Odyssey two. Man, that was like probably nineteen eighty ish. So that was a long time ago. I was, you know, I wasn't even in my double digits yet in age. But I had that, and I think at that time there wasn't really anything that I would say is like really inappropriate, just because of the way that the games were. Like, yeah, maybe you had some kind of shooting, but it was this figure that kind of resembled a person or the letter R, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, it's, it's like, you weren't sure if it was an R or an actual person. And like a bullet (laughs) was like a a little blip that traveled the screen. It's the pong tennis ball. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, you know, that's, that's the world that I grew up with. And nowadays, depending on the game, You've got, you know, like he brought up, uh, like Grand Theft Auto and yeah. stuff. Like that is like on the far end of the spectrum, but like probably not age appropriate until right. late teens or something. I, I don't know. It just, you know, it's, is it anything different that they might see on TV? I don't know. But still, you know, you're, are you actively condoning that if you're letting play? I mean, there's so many like moral questions yeah. uh, about that whole thing. And like I've, my son plays the 360, and occasionally the Xbox One with me because Xbox One is my domain. <laughs> <laughs> the 360 is kind of like a hand me down. It's now in the general purpose console in the living room. Right. But you know, some of the games that. That, like we played together and the ones that I let him play, you know, they're, they're chosen for like what he can handle. He's seven. He can do Forza. He loves it. You know, Skylanders, of course, you know, it's, it's got shooting, but I mean, the characters are throwing tomatoes. Right. Or and you know the, it's it's all cartoony. It's not there's no realism, mm-hmm. and you know that stuff is probably mostly okay. The the thing that I mentioned a couple weeks back with my son, and I'm I'm kind of like droning on here, I, I imagine, but uh, <laughs> the the thing that really surprised me was uh, I figured it would be pretty cool for my son and I to play. Um, 
oh, what was it called? It's the game with the little girl and the uh, fox. Um, not Home Alone. Never Alone. Okay. Never Alone. Do you remember that game, Brian? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's about the in- Inupi and in, uh, well, anyway, those folks up in Canada, Alaska, <laughs> that live in the igloos and such. <laughs> but so we were, I was playing the fox. He was playing the little girl, and there was one point where a polar bear got me. And it really disturbed him. I mean, he started crying because of of how it happened. And, I mean, I had to shut the game down immediately. I'm like, hey, as soon as there's tears, it's no longer fun. And we didn't go back to it. But there's so many different ways that it can affect the child, which was really surprising to me. So if a fox and a polar bear can have this effect on a child, what can a realistic game do? Right. You know, and and sure, you know, a child can be desensitized to things, but you know, there there's got to be some lasting impact on things. And you know, there's a lot of games that I really enjoy that I would love to share with him, but you know, I have to hold back. You know, it just I I can't let him do it yet. Yeah, it's until he's ready. Until you know, because. You know, granted, my son is seven and uh, his was nine. That two years difference is quite large in terms of development yeah. uh, for kids. Yeah. And like, I would love to be able to share something like, like to have him watch me play Tomb Raider. But right. even that, it's like I don't know if that's going to be appropriate. Yeah, and and like I have a nine-year-old, um, but I also have a. 19 year old and a 16 year old so <laughs> yeah um but i know i know when both 19 year old and 16 year old were like 12 and 13 yeah um they played call of duty and they played gears of war um but i can tell you that you know gears of war's language sometimes but you know it's shooting and stuff but hey, oh, i'll come back to that so there's the games that are just like, no, I don't think so. Not right now. You know, GTA yeah. for a nine-year-old, no. You know. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It, Gears of War, p- probably not, um, you know, yet kind of to see on that part. But as they get a little bit older, like Halo. Halo's rated M, but so is GTA. Which one's worse? Yeah. Or is it all M? Like, I don't believe in the all M games or off-limits type of thing. Um because Halo's fine. You play Halo, it's, you know, like you said, oh, it's like throwing tomatoes. Like, well, Halo's not, you know, it's green blood or this or that. But what I really think it is is you have to, it's, you can't look at the game and say, okay, nine-year-old, you can play this. You know, or you can't play this. You know, it has to be like, okay, let me look at this game, let me play this game. You know, let me look at it, okay, you know. No curse words, no sexual type things like that. Yes, there's shooting. Yes, there's blood. Uh, nothing too graphical, you know, graphics what uh, uh, graphical like scenario. Okay, you can play this, but the thing is, is it doesn't stop there. Like that shouldn't be your decision. 
um, in my opinion. This is how I look at it. If if I find like if I go through that, I'm like, okay, it's Call of Duty. Okay, do all these things. Okay, yes, you can go play this 13 year old or 12 year old or whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, everything I see during the day when they're not playing is almost like acting out Call of Duty. Guess what? They need to stop playing. They need to stop playing Call of Duty because they're turning it into like real life or, or they're, they're mimicking it. They're mimicking it. Yeah, and so yeah. like that's a problem. I mean, like to me that's a that's a sign of a problem. Like they're not realizing it's a game, it's fake, it there's an on and an off, you know, type of type of thing. I think stuff like that is where that would come in. You know, because my nineteen year old plays more games than my sixteen year old. And my nineteen year old acts com- would acts acted completely different at that age playing the same game if you wanted to say than my 16 year old he would maybe act it out a little bit more than what the 16 year old does you know what i mean to me there's that i know there's an age and a number but there's also a maturity um you know just here in our twitch chat that person was probably 22 acting like he's 10 you know what i mean that's his maturity he's a 10 year old he's not a 22 year old he's 10 and then sometimes you have 10-year-olds that act like they're 16, 17, 18. So it's very different. But you'll have those absolutely no. You know, like, it's not going to happen. Don't even ask. You know, GTA is one of them. I love GTA. I play it. I'm also 34 years old. So, <laughs> uh, But, you know, if, if my daughter wanted to come up and say, can I play this? I'd be like, no. Like, she, she plays Gary's Mod. Uh, Minecraft. Uh, uh, things like that. I, I let her play Destiny when I was like, she sat in my lap and played Destiny for a minute or two. You know, like that, I didn't mind. I would, I'd let her play Destiny. That doesn't bother me. Um, she understands it's a game, but like, as soon as you act out and things like that, that's when it becomes a problem. And no Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, even though I probably played Mortal Kombat when I was like twelve, the originals, and I remember how bad those supposedly were. Um, they're much worse, and I think they're just kind of over the top. But no Mortal Kombat. But cool. That's a good good question. I really like that one. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, next one is uh, Mark Nocturnal. So here we go. Hi, this is Mark Nocturnal. My uh, favorite gaming memory came today since I just got my new Xbox One, and the first game I played was Halo Master Chief Collection. And the first achievement that popped was a day to remember, which it certainly is since this is my first day on Xbox One. And I'll remember this for a long time. Thank you very much. All right. Mark Nocturnal. Hopefully, yeah, that's his gamer tag. So everybody in our community, go go, hang out and play some Halo with him. And I'm BJSwick33. You can add me. So, very cool. And uh, next two are from Lance X2. So we got a one and a two. Hi, this is Brandon Lloyd, or Lance X2, on Xbox Live. And uh, one of my favorite gaming moments is, uh, I got a couple actually, but action-wise, I think Left 4 Dead was one of the most intense games I've ever played. I had a game battles team set up, so we would fight other teams. And man, just trying to get those long hunter jumps, or jump out the corners with boomers and smokers, or the tanks, it's probably just so intense, you're on the edge of your seat the entire time, and man, that game was just amazing. Left 4 Dead 2 nor Evolve even touched how intense and amazing Left 4 Dead 1 was. 
And my other ones, man, is all the way back to the Super Nintendo era with uh, Chrono Trigger. That's probably my game of all time. And uh, just everything about that game is amazing, and it still holds up. And I was able to pass that to my son. That became one of his favorite games that he's ever played. And, you know, he's 12. I think he played that when he was 10. So even so much later in the future after that game was made, it's still touching people. And it's probably the music in that game is perfect. Soundtracks on the Super Nintendo era made games. Uh, if you, you need to listen to Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI soundtracks. It, they just blow your mind and it just touches you. And it's probably nothing, no RPG or game since has touched me the way Chrono Trigger and probably Final Fantasy VI did. So that's probably my top. This is Brandon. No, oh, he got Rain cut off. <laughs> on Xbox Live again. Uh, I wanted to add one more voicemail because uh, I talked about my favorite game of all time in, in an intense game, but like a moment that actually like moved me greatly was probably a. Uh, I don't know if this is cliche or, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of people's moments, but Mass Effect 3, if you still had Rex alive, sorry, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't played Mass Effect 3. <laughs> no! But, uh, <laughs> if you had Rex alive and Morden alive into Mass from 2 into 3, there's a point where you can either cure Rex's people from the genophage or not. And if those both those characters are alive, you know, obviously Rex wants his people cured, and Morden finally realized that he made a grave mistake into in making a cure and there's just a scene where they're being attacked and you know things are blowing up and falling everywhere and Morden starts singing as he tells them to leave and he's going up the elevator just singing a Solarian song and he sacrifices his life to cure the genophage the, the virus that infected and killed so many and they couldn't breathe and that touched me. I had to stop playing and just sit there for a while. That actually touched me and you know, I don't I'll never forget that moment. Alright. <clears throat> so there we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Very cool uh moments. We appreciate everybody that uh to sent things in and, and uh thanks for ruining it. Um <clears throat> that's the Geno the part with Rex. I think when you go in and he wants you to save them, you have like so many turns to do it or so much time to do it. And if you don't, the whole planet dies. And that's where I had to restart and I never went back. <laughs> so, but uh <clears throat> very cool. So, Rob, I have I have these um names here. Uh let me open this back up in a random order. And I'm going to let you pick a number and I want to tell you who won the $20 now whoever we say right here that won um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to give it away tonight Wing's not here but um, you're going to message Wingman709 and we'll actually email him after the show and tell him that you'll be messaging him and he will um, me uh, message you the code I believe so, but uh, we have, that's why we asked for your gamer tags. Um, so we can um, make sure we have the correct person. Yep. So um, give me a number between one, two, four. One and four. <laughs> Including okay. one and four. So one, two, three, or four. You pick. Okay. Since that is so difficult for me to do right. with so many choices there, I'm just going to go to random.org and I'm going to. 
Okay. Have technology make the choice for me. Okay. So here we go. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Drum, 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 drum. And <laughs> we have number four. Number four. That is JKSJ. Okay. So JKSJ, you uh, congratulations. You won a $20 Xbox uh, Live game uh, uh, gift card. So message on Xbox, Wingman709. Um, with the gamer tag, I mean, hopefully it's gamer tag JKSJ. If not, uh, you'll have to email contact at this xboxlife.com and explain why you have a different gamer tag. <laughs> and uh, we'll let him know and, and we'll go from there. So, but congratulations. And congrats. thanks for everybody that, that, that put one in. That, that's awesome. And we'll, we'll be doing more uh, yeah. down the road. So I, I like having these <clears throat> snippets. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like hearing people. Yeah, so... Uh, those are emails. Um, now, or those are voicemails to send an email. It's contact at thisxboxlife.com. Um, we have two here. We just got two more. So you read these two, and I'll take care of the other two. All right. So uh, first one was from uh, Ty J. Hey, guys. I just have a few quick comments regarding your last few shows. Number one, I've noticed lately that your shows are clocking in at a little over an hour of runtime. <laughs> Except for tonight. Sorry, Ty J. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not too much over. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that is the perfect length. Not too short, not too long. I don't know if this is intentional or uh, not, but I just wanted to give my opinion and say that I really like the lengths lately. Number two, Shadow Complex. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Best game ever. Uh, it's not very often that I have never heard of a video game, especially a well-received one. Shadow Complex is one that somehow slipped by me. In a recent show, Rob recommended this game, and so I gave it a try, and what a fantastic game. It would probably be the best Xbox Live arcade game I played on the 360. Great recommendation. And I would have to agree with that, by yep, the way. same here. I love that. Easily game. the best. Yep. And this thing's like, ancient. Yeah, it's awesome. So uh, they did, the studio did a great job on that. Uh, Mad Max, I could not agree more with Mark on this game. It's an absolute diamond in the rough. I recently had a slow spot in games to play, and so on a whim, I picked this up. It, uh, it may be my favorite game of the year so far, or at least in the conversation. I recommend this game to anybody who likes open-world action adventures with RPG elements. It has great graphics and characters, fun gameplay, a fantastic game that came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Keep up the good work, guys. Cool. Thank Excellent. you, Taiji. Yeah. And uh, it, for anybody else who hasn't tried Shadow Complex, give it a try. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's uh, you can play it now on uh, three on the Xbox One as well. Yep. Backwards compatibility if you're part of the program. So the next one is from Old Man Mac 84 Hey guys, been working night shifts uh, last few months, and your show uh, and stuff uh, uh, you missed in history class really helps to pass the nights. Mm -hmm. So I said I'd come on and say, you guys rock. Playing the free game Tomb Raider at this moment, and it's as awesome as I remember 
Keep up the good work and the rants. Peter from Ireland. All right. Very cool. Um, so two two emails from uh, Seaguard3003. Uh, um, also, I believe that's Joshua here in the uh, in the chat with us. <clears throat> says, what do you prefer, frames, you know, like 60 frames a second, 30 frames a second, or picture quality, like 720p, 1080p? What would you prefer, 1080p or 60 frames a second? What are you more into? Me? Yeah. <laughs> He's asking. No yeah. You have no idea? I will tell you. Uh, I prefer frames per second. So Okay, yeah. Because then I mean, that means smoother. Smoothness. Game, yeah, okay. I prefer yeah, that. I, I'd go with that. I yeah. can't I can't tell. I don't count pixels or anything like that. I don't really count frames either. Um, but there's times where you can tell. Um, but definitely on PC, like battlefield like everybody talks about how wonderful battlefield looks i play battlefield on medium settings and i do that to get a better frame rate um, because a guy a guy running around the corner i'll take those extra few seconds or milliseconds or whatever i could take to get out of it and all he gets is a really pretty kill cam <laughs> if he's got his cranked up the the ultimate so um and uh so yeah but I, I, I think, you know, somebody's put here, prefer a good game. I, I think 30 frames, you know, because the human eye is like, what, 29.7, 28 or something like that. I think it's movie, 24 frames or movies or something like that. Or whatever the normal human eye can see. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, same thing goes for 720p, 1080p um, and, and stuff like that. But I prefer, prefer frames per second. Uh, next question from us, also from Seaguard, uh, 3003. How do you feel about free games every month? How do you feel about, I believe, about the free games every month on Xbox One and PS4? I have no complaints. I mean, most of the time you're going to probably bump into something that you may have already had if it's super popular. Yeah. But uh, we have to pay for Xbox Live, um, you know, to play online. I think these are just a benefit of that. Um, the only thing I really don't care about is when they have the same one for like two months and stuff like that. But uh, I can't really blame them early on when there's not that many games for like Xbox One. But I think what they're doing now is is awesome. I, I I'm enjoying it. So. Oh heck yeah! But uh, um, real quick, uh, one more email, and this is from a uh, uh, a wingman seven oh nine. Um, he wanted, uh, and I forgot to rattle it off during the during the last thing. But uh, he wanted to share his gaming moment, and then Rob, you get one minute, and I get one minute. Okay, okay. for your favorite gaming moment. Um, so this is Wingman seven hundred nine. My favorite gaming memory is when we, as a group, about six, I believe it was six people, finally beat beat the one hour defend in Grawl two. I remember before that we got about fifty three minutes and lost. It was so frustrating at that point, but we did it again and won the next time. It was so exciting to have worked as a team for that length of time to beat the mission. I really miss Grawl 2 and the absolute fun co-op gaming it provided. Um, yeah, so that's uh, what he had there. And I forgot to mention about the, the when we are talking about hardware, is the adapter for um, uh, that's coming out for... 15 bucks, 10 bucks, 25 bucks, or whatever it is for Rock Band 4. So, anybody yeah. need a Rock Band 4, you can get an adapter. So, um, Rob, one minute. Ready? Go. Yeah, this is such a tough question for me. Just because, I mean, the 
my gaming history just goes back so far and my memory is just so awful. <laughs> right. Okay. Minutes <laughs> but, up. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I'm going to have to kind of cheat with this answer and say that there's multiple favorite gaming moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones, I mean, there's so many. I mean, every game that I've played, I can pretty much pick out something that was awesome or amazing in the game or something that I enjoyed. But the thing that I really enjoy the most, I think, is just I love getting a new console. And with every generation of every console, just that moment that, you know, you you get the box home or you open it up and then you you get those smells and you put it together and you power it on. You don't really know what to expect. And you're just like watching there, you know, watching the screen. It's like, okay, what do I do? You know, you're exploring the environment and, and you're trying like that first game. For me, that's like the most amazing thing of every single gaming console that I've had. Like I vividly remember opening up my Xbox one. I remember my 360. I remember my original Xbox. I remember my Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, beyond that, it just, I mean, it's, for me, that's like the initial exploration and sense of wonderment. Like, holy cow, this thing's amazing. Look at these graphics. And, and it just, because each console is always a step up. Like with again with the Xbox and I know I'm reaching a minute if I haven't passed it already. You're past but, it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who cares? I'm just gonna finish up. But like with the Xbox, just powering it on and just seeing how amazing it was, yeah. and and I think I got Rise. That was my first game yep. that I played, yep. and just how amazing it looked, how lifelike it looked. I mean, that is like what's most special to me. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, like. Every game, I think I could mention at least a couple of things that were awesome or that you just basically just barely squeaked through and it felt like a huge accomplishment. And, you know, that's I would expect that from games. Yeah. So, All right. by yeah. you. Yeah, for mine, uh, so mine would be back in uh, early 2000s um, when I first started PC gaming um, and going and being at a LAN party and... Uh, playing with my friend and we were playing unreal tournament and we were in the space Mm -hmm. it was like the space map that would have that jump pad that would jump you from one side that you'd float over and jump to the other and then it had this platform like way off in the distance that you had a jump pad out to that well i was out on the platform and i just random rocket and that rocket was heading out and i saw somebody hit the jump pad and that rocket connected with them in the middle and mid-air and it was freaking fantastic. It was the best shot. I was just like, it was so random. To, it was one in a million. One in a million, I wish it could have been recorded. One in a million. Um, the other time is same place, same friend, uh, playing StarCraft for the first time. And we're playing against each other. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I was like, I finally had a barracks and I had some like little Marines coming out. You know, and it probably took me like eight minutes, nine minutes to do that <laughs> when you're supposed to be able to do that in like 10 seconds. Um, and sitting there and then, you know, he's sitting behind me and all I hear is nuclear launch detected. And I turn around, I look at his screen and he's got things and bases and people running all over the place. And all I have is like 
a couple Marines. But I know that's like a great moment, but it was just a hilarious moment. You know, just see his face laughing at me. Um, and then as far as gaming moments wise, I really thought the end of Deus Ex, uh, the first game that allowed me to choose or make a decision uh, at the end was pretty cool. And uh, beating Grim Fandango, which I still claim is, you know, my favorite game of all time, um, being at the end of that and being like sad that I beat it because it meant it was over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people have the, that feeling in a lot of games. Um, but when you're sad that you beat a game and that it's over, I think that just says something about the game to you, you know, and possibly how much you you liked it or were into it. So, cool. All right. Oh, so uh, uh, other community, we're gonna fly through this. We we actually have to end like soon, very soon, or we're yes. gonna hit our time limit. Um, Twitter.com slash this Xbox Life. Facebook.com slash groups slash this Xbox Life. Uh, closed group, but it's an awesome group. We just uh, had a couple new people like, hey, we listen to the show. Glad I got in the group. Um, so go there uh, if you haven't already. And uh, that goes to games. Rob, quick. Okay. So I'm just going to step through a bunch of these games here. Since we didn't have a show last week, I'll include a couple of the games that came out last couple of days as well as uh, what's coming up next week. So, uh, or in the next week. So we've got uh, Shovel Knight, uh, Plague of Shadows, that came out last week. Actually, all these came out last week until I say they didn't. (laughs) All right, so we've got Shovel Knight, Plague of Shadows, Pumped BMX, Plague Inc. Evolved, that's that uh, mobile game that's now on Xbox. Uh, Inside My Radio, Skylanders Superchargers. This is uh, another huge money sink that I can't wait to to get into. Although it looks like it doesn't have very good reviews, but uh, that that came out uh, the other day. Uh, then we have Panarium and the Book of Unwritten Tales, FIFA 16, Blood Bowl 2, and Extreme. Exorcism. All of these came out uh, within the last couple of days. That last one came out uh, today. Okay. Yes, today. And uh, looking forward, we have uh, what do we have? NBA 2K16 coming out on the 25th and Lego Dimensions on the 27th. Hopefully I will dodge that bullet. Yeah. And there's uh, a both consoles there. Same, same two games on the same two consoles. We're stopping on Sunday because we'll be recording Sunday, and then we'll talk about next week's yeah. game. So, yes, yeah, so re- please remember, um, this coming Sunday, 27th, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, we are moving back to Sundays. Yes. So, all right. So, if you want to buy any physical games and you're not digital, or if you want to buy anything, where should you go, Rob? Anything. Good question. Uh, make sure to check out uh, Amazon.com and use our affiliate link. That'll help uh, support the show. doesn't cost you anything extra to use our affiliate link. Just make sure to use it each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon.com. We get a teeny tiny little um, credit for uh, sending you their way. doesn't cost you anything extra again, and uh, make sure to use that each and every time. Also, if you use iTunes, uh, go and search for the podcast. Please rate us five stars. 
That'll help us out a lot by getting us uh, featured. Uh, once you get enough five-star ratings over there, you get featured, and uh, uh, it'll help uh, more people learn about the show. Cool. And thanks to, oh, I don't even know what the name is. I, I'm going to butcher it. Who's our new follower? Uh, like, I don't want to butcher it. I apologize. <laughs> so, well, thanks for the it's new like listeners. We had a, yeah, we had a, uh, um, two or three new people in here today. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, come back on Sunday. Um, you know, a lot more of our listeners, it's not the middle of the week, and, and they are able to show up on Sundays, which is another good reason that we're, you know, moving back. So, but, uh, all right. So, yep. That is all. Anything else? Mr. Priest. No, sir. All no, right. Sir. And Sunday, Wingman709 will be back. Uh, we're So, when he comes back, everybody, you know, cheer him along. So, yeah, we, so we miss him. So, that's right. And so, I guess the, uh, uh, the MP3 recording of the show is going to be out on Mondays now. It's going to be back out on Mondays. Yep. So uh, make sure to look for it on Mondays instead of Thursdays. Yep. So. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you again. Um, we greatly appreciate it. So uh, with that, I am Brun BJ Swick 33 It's Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next. Well, actually, not even next. Actually, I guess that is next week. We'll catch you all on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. <laughs> See you.